Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. So sorry. We, Colin and I, were on a little dream date for 2022 because we haven't been on a date in a minute and you got to take them while you get So we're all set. I love it. It's perfect timing. And I loved that you guys went on a dream date. That's amazing. How was um, seeing two? Because I didn't even know it was out yet. And also Gracie looked so big in the freaking photo. Okay. I have a funny story about what happened. Okay. So I wish I was kidding, but everything was going fine. But you know, when you get like the mom intuition that like one of your kids is going to be up to no good. Oh, Oh. I was like, I have no issues of Colby. He's going to be great. And I just was like, you know, I don't know if this is going to work out for Grace tonight. And sure enough, I got her a blue Slurpee. Shame on me. And she literally gets up from her chair. And you know how like seats are tiered in a movie theater? Yes. She goes over to the balcony and dumps no. her blue Slurpee on an old lady. <gasps> oh, no, no, no. Who had like gray white hair. Please, no. And the lady was like, <gasps> and like, obviously, I fled the scene immediately. Mortified. Yeah. And I didn't even like see what happened at the end. I was too scared. Was this like middle to the end of the movie? Oh, this, this was happened? like middle of the movie. Like Grace was removed from the movie and she and I just sat in the car. <laughs> that is the best that surprise. Is, that is Instagram versus reality that for you. <laughs> and of course it was a blue slurpee because we think we're being so like i sweet thought i was being so cool and cool. like no no i'm never being cool again <laughs> no. ever it's the no. cutest photo of all four of you maybe you want to be there um oh. i just can't wait for you to watch Encanto because it's so <gasps> sweet you're gonna love it okay that was what i wanted to see and i've been hearing a lot about it We've watched it. This, I think, this is our fourth time tonight. I have to be honest. Is it's it so good. good? It's so good, and it's a musical, and it's Lin Manuel Miranda who does all the Broadway shows now. He I did, did Hamilton, who yes. neither of us saw, but he did that, so he's yes. huge. But yeah, you're gonna love it. And he anyway. also did all the songs of Moana. And like, Moana, he's just like there. Best. Yes, there's so many. He's so talented. We'll get him on the pod. <laughs> It's been a couple so, years now since all of this stuff has gone down. Which is crazy. Like, I feel like time is now different. Like, I just feel like COVID just happened. I can't yes. explain it. But it's like, no, it is taking two years of our life. And like, enough is enough. <laughs> enough is enough, but it's they're not acting like it is. That's the problem. But yeah. I have to just say this, and I can take this off the pod. Sis, but the Omicron stuff is like really it's throwing me. It's a joke because everyone's making fun of the CDC, but these are all the people that like believed in the CDC. So I'm a little confused. Have you seen that? The whole thing is confusing. I'm like, there's got to be some sort of scripture or like um, a religious writing that says like, like, I'm not saying it's the end times, but like, you know, in the time of trial, there will be no more intellect. Like, I just honestly feel like people have lost any sort of critical thinking. Like if they don't think it's a joke by now that like they're changing the rules every day and, you know, Omicron is such a big threat and yet it's a cold, like people barely have symptoms with it. I Um, know. It's just, it's hysterical to me, honestly. 
That line you just said is so true. Losing all critical thinking. It's that is the definition of I hate to say of the end times, but that is so that's so true well, what you just said. I listened said. to a video that a friend sent me of um that like famous um he's like a famous exorcist, Father Rip right Ripperberger. I don't know how to he pronounce it. Sounds like name. an exorcist. Wow. He's really I don't know, like just he's become very renowned because of like the cases that he's worked on. And um, I was listening to a video of his and he basically was like, it is a sign of spiritual warfare when people have like lost their ability to think on their own and that they've like, they just like kind of like start to blindly take orders. So I do think we're in times where like people are, there's almost like a cloud and, and they don't really see, um, You know, but not going too far into it because we don't want anyone listening to, you know, whatever, whatever decision that's been made is like, you have to have peace with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, with Johnny detaching from the Navy and stuff, um, people are like, oh, I feel so sorry for you guys. Like, this must be so stressful. And I'm honestly like, I am so proud that like, we Mm -hmm. never wavered. We've Mm -hmm. stuck to our guns. I I just couldn't be more proud of like the values that our family has. Mm. And it doesn't mean that I have any judgment on anyone else's family, but we have stood by what we firmly believe. Mm. And um, and so uh yeah, I know that God is gonna bless that decision. Um, but yeah, we are in a little bit of an unknown right now. You are, sis, and that's the beauty of it because it's only coming from a place of trust. And that's when he reveals himself. Like mm-hmm. there's no, mm-hmm. there's no need for you to, when people are like, are you scared? Are you nervous? Well, as Christians, we're called to not live in fear. And you guys are literally showcasing that for everyone. And, and then it's just going to be awesome what's revealed to you wherever you guys go. But it's awesome. Yeah. Well, like It's almost like I bet a, a bit of like freedom there. Like we don't have to. Oh my gosh. So much freedom and like freedom to say that we really survived a year of a lot of pressure. And in the same video that someone sent me, um, you know, this priest who's so profound, I wish I could pronounce his name because everyone should look him up. I think it's, uh, Ripper, Ripper burger. And, um, he basically said, what has happened in the past two years is very akin to like an abusive relationship where you constantly tell the person like where they are lacking, like kind of shaming them. And if we, everything we've heard from this administration and, and you could walk into any store and it basically says, if you are not this, then you better mask up or don't come in or whatever. So like shame is all over this thing. And that like he was saying, the telltale sign of an abusive relationship is constantly telling the other person that they are less than for not doing something or or doing what this person wants. And his biggest instruction was if a person is ever in a scenario of this kind of uh, abuse, basically, you are not to engage in what what the other side has said. And it was a huge wake up call for me because sometimes I can be very justice oriented and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I need people to know the truth. I need people to know know. what I've been researching and and, and reading and what I know. Mm -hmm. And after listening to that, I'm like, you know what? I honestly think we're called to just um, take care of the people around us. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, we'll get into our words for 2022, but I think a new goal that I have is just 
to um, not worry about the rest of the world and really just worry about my own little family in my own corner. Oh, I love that so much. And why does it take us years to <laughs> to know that? <laughs> it's it's crazy, right? Sis, because I, I was just talking with Colin about this at dinner. Like I said, those exact words. I said also, people have to come to things on their own, and yeah. I don't know why. Amen my whole life, I felt the need to like, just bombard people with whatever knowledge I have on yes, something. Yes, me too. And, <laughs> like, I need you to know, but I, 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 I think know. it's from a place of love. Like, it, it tries like, to be. I want you to know what I know and I want it because I love you. It, yeah. So I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think it just requires a level of self-control because if people, mm. if people have made their choice, and this goes for both sides of this issue, if people have made their choice, you got to respect the choice. Mm -hmm. And so that goes for people who have chosen not to get this thing and people who have chosen to it. Because if we want any semblance of peace in our nation and our world, like we have to get past this political turmoil that the media honestly has incited and we can't feed into it. Like I don't even watch the news anymore because I I honestly think it's straight up evil at this point. Absolutely. And it goes with everything to be like, I was thinking that like, it's not even just this like political stuff. It's like, when you have the knowledge of um, NFP, when you have the knowledge of like birth control, like that, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, when you have the knowledge of like, oh, I don't know, come back to the church. Like there's so many parts of our lives that, that, you know, we just pride ourselves on, on learning so much and caring so deeply about that you want everyone in your corner to like mm-hmm. know the full truth. And so it just sucks when you feel like kind of on an island, but you hit the nail on the head. Our only job is to love the people in front of us. And it's okay if if it's not the same people that we had yeah. once longed yeah. for. And so. I think you told me this once um, and it stuck with me that um, – I think you I think you told me that you heard it in spiritual direction, but like that we have to trust that God is gonna take care of it. And like we can't right. we can't think like I am the one who's supposed to take care of this person or I'm the one who is supposed to deliver this message. Sometimes we are called to say things to people, but I feel like you have to really feel prompted by the spirit and you know in those moments when it's appropriate. But I think for the vast majority of of, uh, these instances, like just leaving it up to God is the best way. Like we are not the person that's supposed to lay down the hammer yeah. he will do it and we are not god <laughs> and it's and ugh, it just it's just yeah it's hard sometimes because and i don't know i i know how imperfect i am and i feel like when you're on that path of wanting to be better and wanting to keep learning and digging deeper not everyone is ready to go there yet some mm-hmm. people are mm-hmm. somewhere else and that's okay but i love that that you're feeling that I want you to share your word now. I feel like there's so much to this. Well, I think with all of the heaviness that we just talked about, I I think I was really reflecting on like I, I don't know if other people feel this way, but I I didn't really want to like put a lot of pressure on myself going into this year to have like some insane goal or or a word that like I really want to live up to. I think. Right this past year was just so emotional for me and very like heavy because of 
different things that happen that mm-hmm. I really think that um, I just am craving peace. And so I thought about it a lot. And I actually had a friend who, um, when I was in like really dark places after the two miscarriages, she kept texting me and she just would not stop sending me like messages of encouragement. And a one word that she kept saying to me was just like, Bridget, like the Lord delights in you. Like anything you say to him right now, like is a gift to him. Like the smallest prayer that you can give is just a delight to him. And like, you are just, you are a delight to him. And I just thought to myself, like, that is such a uplifting, beautiful word. And, um, I'm not to say that I had despair in 2021 because I think that I don't want to scare people, but I, so it wasn't total despair, but I had some moments that were really low. And so I honestly felt like delight is almost the opposite of despair. And, you know, not to say that that defined 2021 for me, but um, I think my prayer for 2022 is just like a lightness and just enjoying little moments like, um, um, I got the Cultivating What Matters um, planner because they have these power sheets that you actually check off your daily goals in the power sheet every day. Mm. And one of the goals I made, which seems silly, but it's like do one thing that makes you happy with your kids every day, like to bring joy. And so like That's it sounds sweet. silly to people, but like these are my goals in 2022. <laughs> and those are the goals that are going to happen. The, the, you know what I mean? Like it's right. the small goals. It's like the daily like am I living my life well yeah that's gonna bring us to the ultimate ultimate yeah yeah and I think I'm trying to shed parts of myself that were like very obsessed with having these like big lofty goals and not that that's not that's not a bad thing and I still have like big dreams for 2022 um which I'm also learning to like be a little bit more prudent with like being so forthright with every dream you have on your heart because I think there is um, a prudence of like keeping some things close to your heart um, until they happen. But yeah, so I think like my, my biggest things are just to be happy in 2022, if that makes any sense. And you can find it everywhere too. Like, and then when you're constantly looking to the light and delighting in everything around you, you just see how beautiful your life really is because I know like even just little moments, like a cup of coffee by the Christmas tree, like just these little things that I think we take for granted. I think I just want to, um, work more on like being in those moments and, and being like, this is a gift I have right now. Or like, this is a gift I have with the two kids that I've been blessed with instead of worrying about wanting the, wanting other kids. Like I need to just delight in the two kids that I have and Mm. not worry about, you know, the rest. So anyways, I want to hear about your words, sis. Um, my words for forever. I was just, I don't know. I sent you a book, you know, about love. It's it's crazy. I need to start it like tomorrow. You're going to love it. Um, so it's, um, it's called, I believe in love. Sorry. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called, but it's beautiful. But anyway, I just feel like anything I get worked up about, anything that doesn't go my way, just anything in life, like the day-to-day, it all comes back because I am not loving from a radical place of love. Mm-hmm. I am not going to the deep uh, of loving people where they are and 
for who they are, but rather when I get upset, it's because I'm projecting or because I'm trying to control a situation or Mm -hmm. you name it, the list, the list goes on, you know? And so it's been on my heart for a while now just to love radically, whatever that means. I love that. Thanks us for the, for that moment. And then to also remain, if you look in the Bible, um, it says that often just remain in me. And I, another issue I have, you know, let me just throw all my dirty laundry out there. Um, <laughs> all of is, us do. Right. Is that I'm, I can be super type A and controlling of my time and how, how I expect things to go. So like a perfect example is how attached I am and not detached at all. Like if I'm at a flight and it's delayed, oh, my world is just uprooted. How dare yeah. a flight be delayed? And so if I just can come back to that place of remaining in him, then that will bring me a lot of peace. You know, when we talk about peace a lot and we just did with you and it's, it just, it's so funny how in this walk towards um, holiness, for lack of a better word, or to heaven, it all comes back to love and peace. That's it. If you're just loving and, and maintaining peace, searching for maintaining peace, our favorite book. Um, and so, yeah, those are my words. And Colin and I were just talking and I, I want to know what you and Johnny will say about your words as a family, but I bet you'll like this one. He thought of Shalom, which means peace in, you know, I and not Arabic in, in the Jewish tradition. They say Shalom to everything. It's like saying hello. That. It's like a peace be with you. So just I trying to that. maintain that. And I think it's easy to just get so worked up um, every day and, and it, none of it matters. And I think we... Yeah we've really learned that, oh, especially this year and everything you've been through says like this year, it's like, it really, none of it matters. What matters? I know. I feel like it's weird that all of our words are so aligned in like, they're not like, um, produce more of like, um, inner it's, they're all very like inner focused, inner peace yeah. focused. And, I think that that is a result of like these past two years, in my opinion. I think people have really started as a whole to like reflect on their life and be like, mm-hmm. what is really important? What are we guaranteed? Which is like nothing really in this mm-hmm. life. And so I've, I've just, it's been a gut punch in the best way. And I've just started to think about like, what really matters and you know what matters to me is just faith and family and spending mm. that quality time and mm-hmm. um i love that you guys pick shalom it's funny going back to this video that i watched so this is i watched two of them and this is one that i have to send you because it was a guy who was an he's a lay man but he was an assistant to an exorcist in LA and you will appreciate this because we lived there mm-hmm. um it call, it's called um oh my gosh i have to tell you the name of it um it is called the devil in the city of angels and he Ooh. talks about all of these instances of helping priests bring out like demons and people who were possessed in LA and he talked about this one instance of this girl this poor girl who was dedicated to Satan by her parents when she was little so this was literally like not her fault like her parents were Wiccan or something and because of it like she like for people who don't believe this stuff like 
good and evil absolutely exists. And in a way, even though these stories are so scary, it's almost affirmation of the spiritual world. It is affirmation mm. that there are angels among us. And it is affirmation too that there are there is mm. also evil among us. But what was so interesting to me was he said for four hours, there were three priests and all of the girl's brothers were there at the exorcism trying to help their sister who was just like in convulsions. Oh my and gosh. So it's this man who's the assistant to the exorcist. It's three exorcism priests and her brothers are all there and oh, they're all cry. pray, prayed every prayer in the book, in the deliverance book, in the Catholic book of prayers. Um, and finally, someone in the room said, let's start praying in Latin. And so they started praying Hail Mary in Latin. And as they prayed the Hail Mary and the Our Father in Latin, the girl completely went just ghost white and she stopped convulsing. Everything stopped. And she went from, it's almost like that scene from The Chosen where Mary Magdalene goes from being like completely possessed to like, I love that part. Depleted woman. And you, you see it leave her body. You're like, oh my gosh, she's, she's been healed. And, um, and so like they watched all of it leave her and she oh starts weeping and she's like finally when she's with her mom and her family and the priest, she's crying and she say, she's saying, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And she said, whatever you said at the end, like in my head, they were saying, um, get her off me, get her off me. Um, and it was the Blessed Mother like because <gasps> of these Latin prayers. So then he went into the power of Latin and Hebrew. And the reason why oh prayers in Latin and Hebrew are so uh, powerful is because they were actually nailed to the cross. So the name of Jesus oh Christ gosh. was nailed to his cross in Latin, Hebrew, and Greek. And so these languages are like anointed languages basically. So that's really cool that you guys felt prompted to do that because literally as I'm listening to this last night, I'm like, well, shit, I need to learn some prayers in Latin. Like yeah, I need right. to start like spraying we need things to- in my house. Like exactly. <laughs> spraying it with the holy water everywhere. Yes. yes. And whenever I'm out and about, cause like, you know, these times are kind of crazy. So wow. that's really cool. And it just made me want to research more because you know, I don't go to Latin mass. I don't know too much about, um, about Latin, but from hearing this story, I'm like, there is something powerful in these ancient languages that were literally spoken by like early Christians and by Christ. Oh my gosh. That is, that is powerful. I cannot wait to watch that. That's like, you put a sign in your house or something. It's true. What am I going to say? It's all true. I know. And it it has, to your point about everything you were just saying, I, I, I turned to Colin the other day and I said, the reason people don't go to mass the Sunday after Christmas, Colin, is because they don't believe in the Eucharist. Wow. Like there, there's no way you would miss mass after Christmas just because, oh, we went two days ago. Yeah, but it's Sunday, you know, yeah. but, but no one takes it seriously anymore. Why would they? It's when so half cool. of these churches are, you know, uh, anyway, that's a whole other story for another time. But how beautiful that 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 they were nailed to the cross with him. Yeah, that's so that's sacred. Beautiful languages. And so. you said something else too, um, earlier about um our words and how, I guess they just come from a place of ease. And I think yeah. so many times in life we try so hard. Yeah, I'm speaking for myself right now, but like, we've yeah. got to try so hard to like, yeah perform to show to succeed to produce like you said like you name it 
it's like all comes from trying and this this year it's gonna come from not trying just being just being who god made us and 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 you know living in that space of we're his daughters this Mm -hmm. is what he asks and it should come from ease yeah and just the grace of the present moment like not always Mm -hmm. worrying about like what is the next thing like just driving and everything i mean like it's important to have goals it's important to have dreams but you and i have talked about this on other episodes like there's always a season for everything and i think Mm -hmm. um I actually had a producer that I worked for one time tell me this about myself. And it was like one of those things that has like stuck with me because it's when someone tells you a truth about yourself that you know is true, Mm. it almost like really burns, but like (laughs) in a good way. And he was like, I think I was saying something to him. Like I was just like very eager and he was like asking me what I what I um, envisioned for my career. And I was like, well, you know, I really want to like start writing my own screenplays. And I really expect myself to be associate producer within the next year or so. Like I was mm-hmm. listing all the things that like Which I is amazing. wanted. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, that's cool. But he was just like, you seem like someone who like always wants to be ahead of the season that they're in instead of just like being the best you can be in the season that you're in right now. And I was just kind of like, damn, like he's right. (laughs) And like, it was kind of embarrassing because I was his assistant and he was saying that to me, but it wasn't in a mean way. I think he was just saying like, you know, why not try to be the best you can be right now? And I, I do have that tendency. Like if I'm in a job, I'm kind of like, okay, what's the next thing? Like what, what's better than this? Or like, Mm -hmm. I don't really want to do this. Like I want to leave and do my own thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think sometimes it is, it takes discernment to be like, what is God want of me right now? And maybe that's just like being more present with your kids, even though you have these big dreams on your heart. Like maybe this isn't the year for that dream, but there's other things you can do to like build to that dream. Mm, I love that. Yeah. It's not all going to happen at once anyway. And if we aren't living where we are in this moment that, well, as cliche as it sounds, we're going to miss it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause we're always, um, reaching. And I think that too, like queen of lists, queen of what's next. And it's sometimes it's good to just rest. I don't yeah. think either of us rest very well, either be, and, no. and how, like, I think we always have to be doing things right. Yeah. But sometimes it's okay to just sit in silence, even in adoration. I used to like we talked about this too. Like I, I we used to, I used to bring books and stuff with like me or something. With you. Yeah. <laughs> and now we got to just go and sit. Yeah. Like, and not yeah. even like just sit. Even and sometimes listen. without prayer, just listen. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I totally so agree. It's with hard. That. I noticed that so even hard? in the movie that I went to tonight with the kids, like the the credits haven't even started. And I love movies, but mm-hmm, I remember being like how am I going to sit through this children's movie for an hour and a half is what I was thinking in my head. And I'm like, what is my problem? Like this is a fun moment. Like I need to relish this moment and just be fully immersed in this kid's movie. But, but it was hard for me because I, I think sometimes I analyze moments as like, what is the result of this moment? What is going to come out of this moment? And that's like not a good, good place to be. Um, 
but I think that that comes from being an, an achiever personality, which there are definitely positives to an achiever personality, but there are also negatives. Um, oh yeah. With the producing personality, I feel like it doesn't help with social media too, that like as people who do, you know, we do something to have an end result. So it's like, right. you, you're constant. it's hard to like be in the moment sometimes. And I catch myself too. It was funny. You related it to the watching sitting through a kid's movie because even the other day when we were watching Encanto which was a great which which is a great film normal me would be like doing something else like whatever it is like deciding what we're doing for our retreats or being on Zillow or texting you you name it and where did we lose the the part of just being and enjoying the moment and I was thinking too like um what was like making me think about this like deeper during the movie was like going back to my childhood self and thinking like I used to love movies and like I would I would just sit there and imagine things like as I'm watching the movie and just get lost in the movie and I remember leaving the movie theater always like inspired and like feeling creative and I'm like I want to get back to that where it is like it's almost like the verse of like you will have yeah we have to yes. come back to being children and children are so creative they're so like the world is their oyster and then i think we get like bombarded with all the hardships so even like going back to the delight like that i just want to have the delight of like using my imagination more and mm-hmm. not being so bogged down with i mean there is crazy stuff in the world right now but like not letting it consume you know every part of my mind. Exactly. I know. I, I love that you said that because it does say that in the Bible multiple times, only children will enter the kingdom of heaven. And I mean, it's true. It's beautiful. It's because you're, you're your full self. If, you know, when you enjoy the cinema and just experience, experiencing all of it, in and kind of tuning out what the world does like and just like having fun too like it, it almost light. gives you a permission slip to like like have fun plan trips like i'm so excited for the beach trip we're planning yes. like like making those a priority like that's not mm-hmm. like oh if it will happen like that is life. Like those are the moments that we should be like prioritizing um, because we are meant to delight in this life. We're meant to have good times. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that that's just something that I hope for the new year, that it is a beautiful year filled with awesome memories. It will. And it's so true at the end of your life, you never remember all the success you had. That's not a thing. People don't remember how accomplished so and so as they remember how they made them feel and the time that was spent with them and it's when you think in terms of that it's like well my answer is easy like I'm planning a fun trip with the kids to the beach with our best friends like that's not even a it's not even a question and I just love when we do those things like when we start simple again we're gonna laugh at the end of next year and see how much was accomplished. Exactly. Because it's almost like you have the energy to do more because you prioritize these other things um, mm-hmm. that, that are so important. Um, right. But I was I also thinking we should think about like highlights of 2021 because I have started to look back at old pictures on my phone. I don't know oh. if you do that at the end of the year. Yeah. I was like, wait, like the retreat that we had, like multiple retreats. I mean, it's crazy to think back at all that was done. 
It really was. I actually had the same thought as that today, B, and I, I even was going to tell you this, whatever words we picked in 2020, mine was abundance. Yours was create and um, balance or was that the year before? Yeah. Balance. Okay. Is there a word that you could use that God gave you to describe your 2020 maybe instead or in spite or of the words you picked or 2021. I see. I'm still stuck in 2020. Well, we are, we're still in 2020 forever. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. No, no, I just thought of that today. I was like, here we are picking our words. What word yeah. would you describe like in, in your growth in in like what the season gave you? And then I would love to talk about that oh. with our, our year, like as the podcast. That's a good point. Well, I can start you if you want me. To yeah, you go, you go. Let me think with, um, our our whole thing I feel like it was a year of abundance because we definitely Mm -hmm. just like it wasn't even January we launched the idea of our retreat tomorrow last year we got we got on know that because I went on my archives which I do like probably once a week I'm like what did I do this time last year and it was the day I called Shalini because you and I decided we would ask Shawl if she would speak at our retreat because oh, I was in Deadwood, gosh. which is a place here and I, and I have photos. And then after that, I made a video and so did you about how excited we are. We were launching this thing, this thing that, that we know nothing of. Like we had an idea. And a people small just f- trusted us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we trusted ourselves because it's kind of like the whole mustard seed thing. Like it was such a yeah. small thing. This yeah. small, small idea. We would never be able to see what it was today. Like maybe I, fruition was the I word. Think, like it's one of the only times that like all we had was a prompting. Like it was just this yes. idea of like, oh my gosh, we're talking to all these women who are dying for community. They've been locked in their homes. Like even beyond, I think COVID was a catalyst, but beyond COVID, like we've known that there is an issue with making true friendships in this kind of day and age just because Mm -hmm. of so many factors of social media and you know um i I just think the world is changing and it's harder to have deep close friendships especially when you get older and so as we were talking about that it just i honestly am trying to think back how we just decided let's just do this i know it it was tomorrow (laughs) we just did we didn't even have anything be except Nothing. a couple of pictures. We had a couple of pictures of each other and of the people we were going to have talk. We had no, we had no. And I think the place. house that we found maybe. I don't, you know, I'm not sure. We, even had, <laughs> we, even had we might not have even had a house. I know. That was know. amazing. There's that first one though. I'm just like, what? That it was what like, and we now have yeah. the stuff we have now is nothing. Yeah. We didn't have like no, we didn't have um, a musician. A musician. We didn't have a priest. We it was a smaller beach house. Like <laughs> everything was different, but it was still perfect. And then mm-hmm. we just gradually increased the amount of girls and mm-hmm. who we could bring on. We found like an incredible praise and worship leader and this amazing vulnerable like millennial priest who's just like perfect for our retreats because Mm -hmm. he's just very open himself and so Mm -hmm. he just fits our um he fits our charism really well Mm -hmm. um and our photographer who stood by us since day one a catholic photographer who found out about our mission and she was just like i want to be on board with you guys um so 
for the long haul, really. Like she was just like, at first we're like, oh my gosh, thank you for coming to this one retreat. Like, thank you for the photos. And she's like, oh no, no girls. Like I'm coming to every single one you do. I know. And so what we have now too is like, it, I don't, I loved the first one. I love everything about it. But what we are now, it, I couldn't have imagined. No. Yeah. No, not at all. So, so that's right. It was abundant. That was truly that abundant. Was abundant. It really was. And I can't believe it. We can say we launched a business in 2021. 100%. Yeah. It's so, crazy. Yeah. Oh. My word, if I could like go back and like switch words, even though I love abundance and it was great, I think it would just be adventure for me. And that's a no brainer just because yes, we did 100%. so much crazy thing. And I bet yours will be adventure this year, B, because you're about to go on the same ride. We're just following y'all's footsteps. No, we have no plan. It's the best. That is the best plan is the no plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like my word balance was really... Um, it did kind of come to fruition because I left my, a full-time job in an office. And honestly, my entire motherhood, I've pretty much mm. worked full-time since Colby was six months old. I've worked out of the house. And um, this was the first year that it kind of hit me that like at these years are just so precious. And mm-hmm. it's not that I don't want to stop working because I love work and I'm very like passionate about what I do. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be able, it's funny because I went to lunch with one of our speakers, Mary Lenneberg, and I was talking to her about it. And I'm like, yeah, I just like, even like, I'm even working right now remotely for a company. And I was like, I just don't know, Mary, like there's some days that I'm just like, maybe I should just quit everything and do nothing. And she looked at me and she was like, you're never going to be like that, Bridget. As I bought a podcast, I literally brought a podcast episode for work to our lunch. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, Mary. I have to edit this podcast while we're talking. And she was just like, yeah, no, you're never going to fully be able to just, yeah. And I'm like, you're probably right about that. But I did learn to like, um, kind of like, step back more and create more boundaries. And like, even though remote work actually has its challenges with kids because they see you on your computer, they see you on your phone. And Mm -hmm. so I've had to like find ways around that. Um, even though they go to a little preschool, but they get out at one. So, um, I've had to kind of juggle my schedule, but I certainly am with them more now than I was before. So if anything, it exposed like the imbalance in my life. And mm. I don't know if I fully achieved the balance that I want, but I, I, I'm getting closer if that makes any sense. That's awesome. You really, you really did. So much happened to you this year, B. in that Yeah, I forget too. that I left my job this year. I do year. too. Like I, yeah. <laughs> you posted the Arlington church thing today and I was like, she I didn't live, leave that a year ago. She left that this year. I left Mackenzie. this year. And it, there's definitely moments where I, I know 100% it was the right choice. Like, I mean, there is oh, not yeah. an ounce of me that regrets that decision. Um, but of course, there's moments that I, I see them post really cool projects. And I, I miss being with a team sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think our retreats are such a huge, like they fill that void in such a way because yeah. we are meant to be in community. And you and I talk about this all the time that like these online, like 
uh, cohort things pop up everywhere. And it's not to say you and I will never do something online, but I really think you and I have found this niche in like Mm -hmm. in-person community for women because at the end of the day, like we don't want a Zoom wine night. Like we want to be with each other, you know. In the flesh. Yes, 100%. Especially Colin pointed out today to me, he was like, when random people are coming to something that you come up with, then you know you're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. We're oh, on the right track. Right. right. Imposter syndrome. I but mean, also, especially when they're signing up after we've closed the door. We've closed the gates. You know, but, you know always room. <laughs> always room at the end here at Unraveled Podcast. <laughs> Loaves and fishes. But if you're listening um, to this, there's actually no more room. No, there's but, really no room. You can't just come in. <laughs> but it's so funny what you said about balance because – um. I think Dave Ramsey talks about balance weirdly mm-hmm. enough. We can laugh with our husbands later, but he says that there's no such thing as balance. There's just seasons for things. And mm-hmm. I loved that. I was like, this is a that. season right now where you get to, which is the perfect season that we get, to, we get the word, yeah. special word there, get, get yeah. to be with our kids right now. Right. Like when they're talking so much, when like all he oh, wants no. to do is like, make me be playing imagination from dawn till dusk like I try not to get sick of it but but it's it's like such a gift it's like so this is that season and then we'll have a season where well we're about to have one where it's like we are full-on retreat mode and you know and whatever it is but isn't that and so beautiful and then you'll have a season yeah it's never going to be that I don't think I don't think there will ever be an achievement of like full balance I think it's going to be constant reevaluation reevaluation what have I met my priorities of my family and peace and myself and my home and if anything is off kilter then it's like okay let's reevaluate what is the aspect of my life that is causing Mm -hmm. this you know imbalance Mm -hmm. and so I think there's just so much beauty in the few days leading up to the new year and even the few yes. days after the new year. It's not like if you haven't decided things on New Year's Day, like you're not doomed. You've lost. 2022. <laughs> it's so true. Like you can still think about it. And all of January, I think, is this month of just like renewal. And I'm so excited for our retreat. And I mean, you and I talked about this six months ago that we knew we wanted to do one in January because it's such yeah. a pivotal time to like define the year ahead. It's crazy. We're coming up on our um, ninth year friend anniversary, and um, which is wild oh, because January. it's always January. I know, it's always January. Speaking of crazy archives, I found this photo. I don't know if you saw it yesterday, and it's me sitting in my car with my parents drinking Starbucks, and we're heading up to Winter Park where we used oh, to I ski. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Well, two days later, I met you and Johnny. So wow. it's just like you yeah, cannot. Was it January second. That we. It was January second. You cannot write your life like you can. You can plan till the till the cows come home. You can yeah. you can you can think you're gonna do this, that, and the other, but it's. I know we say it, and I'll just say it till I die. He is laughing up there because it's so yeah. much bigger and brighter. Like I know you only see so such a small sliver, and in the grand scheme, when you're looking, sliver. yeah, when you're looking at your full life at the end of the gates of heaven. God willing, it's it's so much fuller. It, like life is a full piece. It's not yeah. this like I must succeed here. I must do this and then this and then this. It's this big puzzle, and we just exactly. get to be part of it. So oh, I can't believe nine years, man. On our ten year, <laughs> we need to all of us need to go on a trip. Definitely, 
going on a trip and maybe out of the country, dare I say. If you have a word for the year or goals or whatever it may be, please share with us um, on social media, send it to us in an email, a DM. We would love to hear your word. Also shout out to Jill Simmons, who is one of our speakers at our retreat in January. She has these beautiful bracelets that we've gotten in the past called your word for the year bracelets. So she did not pay us to say this. I just love those. Happy new year, everyone. And we hope to see you at a retreat in 2022. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.